0: Here, the way is this, sir. And what is that way? Strike first, strike hard, no mercy, sir. I can't hear you. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy, sir. The Jimmy P. another episode of the joey p project the place where you know the science and myth collide how's everyone doing out there today good i hope even better than most cobra kai's back baby i hope your life is everything you've ever dreamt it to be and if it's not then um it could be worse that's what we're going to go into today but first don't forget to hit subscribe and check out the joey p project on itunes stitcher internet radio and google play music and give me a follow on the Twitter at Joey P. Project. Not spelling it this time because I always it's a, it's a real tongue twister. It's a twister of tongues. Which, again, is this week's phrase of the week that makes no sense. Tongue twister? I've never had my tongue twisted. That would really hurt. Has anyone out there listening actually ever had their tongue twisted? Okay, you can't spit the words out. That's fine. Chew your words like you chew your food. You know, swallow, don't swallow it whole or you'll choke, chew the word and you'll say it right. But I mean, seriously, tongue twister, I don't even get that, you know, tongue twister, but whatever, never had that happen. But like I said, I hope everyone's doing great, fantastic, having a blasty blast, fantastical voyage of a life or week, a day, shit. Even an hour. Have a fantastic hour once a day and you'll be all right. Like my good friend Ed says when he gets in the mask, he has a fantastical time with himself. You know, some lube. You know, he has a great time. Mm -hmm. Treats his body like an amusement park ride. But whatever, that's his business. That's his right as a human. But that's where we're going to go into today. Why the hell are people always complaining? As we further explore the human condition, when I mean human condition, I mean first world condition. and That right there is a condition. When people are hashtagging first world problems, if you're hashtagging first world problems, then you don't have a right to complain about anything because you have no problems. Shit, if you're using hashtags, your life isn't as bad as you might think it is. You're you're using hashtags. How bad could it be? But we find room to complain because that's what we like to do. But with everything going on in the world and the country of America, the United States of complaining and outrage, all people ever say these days, whenever they see sign, is, oh, my God, what's the world coming to? How did the world get this bad? Um, I'm going to throw it out there. You live in the United States of America, the world ain't that bad. All right, you clearly have no perception of the world or world history. All right, is it great right now? No. Should it be better? Absolutely. Are we like 50 years behind on the human evolutionary chain, ladder, whatever? Absolutely. I mean, shit, the Jetsons came out when... In the nineteen fifties, sci fi took over. You know, you'd think they'd had the flying cars and all that fun stuff, yet. Yeah, but nope, we're still burning coal in two thousand eighteen because it's a good time. That's <sighs> a joke. I'm just saying we're 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 pretty behind on where humans should be at the moment, right? What can you do? You know, here in America, we're spending like eight hundred billion dollars a year to fight dudes who drive around and pick up trucks in the middle of a desert. And we should be allocating those resources to space exploration and travel and furthering the human race. But that's not what we're doing. But again, it could be worse as it is for a lot of people on planet Earth. You know, people walking, you know, 10 miles a day just to get fresh water. Where people in America can't even walk 10 feet a day without having a bottle of water in there possession because they need to hydrate with fluids that's always funny when people in America like oh my god I'm dehydrated how how do you get dehydrated in, in in the United States of America I mean unless you're like doing really strenuous things but like how weak is your body right you're thirsty that's good you're parched you know I have been parched on occasion or two I'm not going to lie. When you talk on a podcast, you can do all this stuff. You can get a little potched. A little potched. But at the end of the day, you drink some water and, you know. But there's places where they don't even have water, man. They're drinking muddy water. They're walking miles to get it. And the beauty of it is, is they're doing all that and they're not. No one's bitching. Could you imagine Americans having to walk to get water? They'd be complaining the whole way. This fucking, This is bullshit. Sucks thanks obama thanks trump got to walk for water it would be it would be a nightmare so we're going to go into things where people the, the 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 things that people like to complain about and bitch about and, and all those the sky is falling what's the world coming to people you know get a grip you know all those people who every single headline they see oh my god he's starting world war 3 you know, World War Three has been starting for like eighty years. It still hasn't happened, but for some reason people are really, really hanging on to the whole World War Three thing, which is going to be funny because eventually it will break out, and they'll be like, "I told you, I told you." Well, you know what? If you say it every day for every year for eighty years, you're eventually going to get it right. So saying like I predicted World War Three would happen, like come on. That's really not a prediction, you're playing the odds at that at that point. The long game is in your favor you know eventually you know we're humans we're gonna it'll happen again, but every time something happens, it's like it's world War three like we're gonna go we're gonna have World War three with North Korea. How that would be World War three I'm still not really sure about it would be like an international incident that would be over really quick. Even if they had, like, nukes, which they do, but if they had, like, th- he's, if he, like, sh- launched a nuclear missile, even if it impacted, I mean, the retaliation, it would be over in a couple of hours for Lil' Kim. And then, of course, we'd screw up the, the rebuilding of North Korea. We'd put some idiots in the government, and we'd, dis- we'd, we'd, we'd totally botched that whole job, but... We're not very good at that, but we're good at ruining, like, destroying the nation. We're not just very, we're just not good at rebuilding it. But what can you do? You know what I mean? We're, we're like a fraternity, you know? They rent a house, they trash it for the semester, and then they leave. They don't rebuild the house. But anyway, I, back to the point, I was off topic there. Actually, not really, because people are like always saying like World War Three is gonna break out. Like, relax, there, all right, Rambo. It's not breaking out. It's it's just so just just take a minute, take a breath. You read a headline; most of it's bullshit anyway. It's just meant to scare you and to get you to vote and say, okay, we can spend billions and billions and billions and billions on building things we don't need. Instead of spaceships. And on the other hand. On the flip side. If you were if you were to further space exploration. And build really cool spacecrafts. You'd have a freaking military advantage there anyway. So you might as well just stop building these stupid tanks and stuff. Rolling around on earth. And not used. You got like 3,000 of them in a parking lot. And start allocating it towards space. You know. And then we're thinking World War III, you know, eventually. But in the meantime, everything can't be World War Three. So anyway, so what do people like to complain about besides World War III? First and foremost, they like to complain about other people. They love to complain about presidents. Everyone hates their president. Everyone loves them. You know, it's love or hate in this freaking psycho hive mind world. Like I've said a million times, if you're all in on one of those brainwashed political party cults, your 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 human evolution has stopped. All right, let's all start evolving again as humans and break away from, you know, the safety, the the comfortable feeling of being in a tribe of psychopaths. You know, you're one step away from being like the Waco people and like Charles Manson's cult you know republicans and democrats it's really a cult high mind and that's what people love 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 to complain about they're constantly complaining about politics and 90% of of the time their lives haven't changed like really take 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 some you know stock of your life and mention times that the president of the united states changed your life. It's going to be very little. You know, your everyday life and all that has nothing to do with anything. Where they screw you is in your pocketbook with, with consumer goods and just ripping you off. Not by, you know, tweeting well, they like to complain. I mean, they they even built, like, social media is basically built for complaining. That's all people do there. It's complain, total cesspool, comment sections, liking things, sharing things, liking crazy things, you know, Yelp. It's not about reviews. It's about bitching. Yelp is the biggest joke going. All they do is just complain about things on Yelp. No one ever writes, Like first off, who writes reviews? right? If you're taking time out of your day, every time you go out to eat, to write a review on the restaurant or the bar, I love bar reviews, because I used to work in bars, and they would write reviews. People complain, it's too packed, it's too loud, it's a bar, it's a nightclub, what were you expecting? A library with cocktails? Like, loud and packed, like first off packed is not a bad thing for a bar it's not a bad it There's so many people there oh my god it's too too many people that's what the, the whole goal of that business is, is to get as many people in there as possible you know the more the better and how many people people are reading a review like you're going out with your friends especially if you're young and you're just like you're reading a review first off if you, if you're in your 20s and you're reading reviews on where to go just go, go hang yourself. You know you got to, you got to, you'll find the muff. But you got to put in an effort. Like, they, sh- I should, I should make a Yelp for muff where the muff is tonight. Muff hunters. But um, yeah. If 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 a place being packed is a problem for you, why are you going out in the first place? Like, who wants to sit in an empty bar? The whole point to going to a bar is to socialize. It was so loud. Me and my friends couldn't even talk. We were discussing like, how bad Trump was. Well, you know what? First off, if you're in a bar, it's Friday night. It's after hours. You're in a bar, and it's too loud for you to talk about the President of the United States or how bad your job is or, or any of that. Why, why are you in a bar? Go to a psychiatrist's office. There's a couch, it's quiet, some tissues, they'll talk to you. Or go to a coffee shop, or hang out at a house, or just sit in your car, all five of you losers, and talk about how horrible your life life is. And as a bartender, in my younger days, not so younger days, but in my past, I heard all people do at bars when they sit there is complain. They complain about their job. They complain about their lives. They complain that they have no money. Complain about how much they have to work. We're working so much. I'm not getting paid enough. This guy's a jerk off. That girl's a whoa. Complain, complain, complain. This is better than that. That's a great one. Everyone's all about this is better than that. Everyone's opinion of what's better You ever notice those arguments that are constant? Pepsi's better than Coke, right? Xbox, PlayStation, what phone's better, what car's better? And everyone's opinion is based on what they like. You know, there's nobody out there. They're like, everyone's like 100% right all the time in their own opinions. And all they do is go back and forth over what's better. And basically what you like is better than what this person likes. And then they argue. Over which is actually better, which is the stupidest thing in the world, because it just goes nowhere. You're not, no one's mind's being changed, and you know you sit there and you ask them, like, "Have you ever been wrong?" Like, no one's ever wrong about what they think is better. That's what you think, go for it, and then they complain, 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 complain. I mean, the weather. All they do is complain about the weather. People places where there's shitty weather really complain about the weather but like if you're in San Diego and you're compl- complaining about the weather oh my god it's raining have you ever been out in those places when it starts to rain even if it rains for five minutes it's like you know the asteroids approaching the earth and like doomsday's upon us These people are like functional retards at that point they don't know what to do with the raindrops but then they, they get they get up there and tell you how you know the country and the world is supposed to be run they can't even drive in the rain that doesn't make any sense to me. You know all these things, how everything should work, but you can't even drive a car when it's, you know, drizzling. Not even like a downpour. It's like a light sprinkle, and they don't know what to do, but they're going to tell people what, you know, needs to be done in the world. Couldn't imagine them if it starts snowing, but they know how to handle everything. This is, how, this is what should be done. This is what we need to do. Idiots. But they complain about the weather. When it's cold, they complain about it's too cold, and then when it gets hot, they're bitching that it's hot. Like, what do you want? You're just complaining that it's cold, now you're bitching that it's hot, and then you're complaining that there's no spring, but there is spring, and there isn't spring, and I hate the spring, and there is no spring, and it's too hot, it's too cold, it's always raining out. Move. I mean, look where you live geographically. That's just what the weather is there. Right. And it's changed over a couple of decades. I agree. I live in the Northeast and we don't have spring anymore. We had spring when I was a child. We don't have it anymore, but the climate has changed on planet Earth. If it's too now, you know, if it's not working for you, go somewhere that it does work. There's a lot of places you can go that, you know, might suit your needs better. But don't just, just complain about it. And then they complain about it in person and then their social medias. And they're sharing weather reports all the time. Like the 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 social media weather meteorologists just like make me want to freaking strangle somebody. It's going to rain. Everyone's going to rain. It's going to snow tomorrow. It's going to snow. Like no shit. It's everywhere. There's literally no way that a snowstorm can sneak up on somebody these days. There's no way that you're just going to wake. You're going to walk out the door. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like a foot of snow out there. How'd that happen? You know, or like, thank God this person shared that it's going to snow on social media. I would have really been caught off guard. Like a blizzard's coming. It's like the end of the world anyway. You know. And then you have like all the false reports. It's going to snow tomorrow. It doesn't snow. You know, they're always snowing. It's always raining. People are always complaining about the weather. But, you know, do, do, are they complaining about the weather in like Africa when it's a thousand degrees every day? Walking around, going, God damn, it's so hot out here. So hot, and they have no options. It's not like they can just up and leave the Sudan. They're stuck there, but they're not walking around bitching about it, complaining. You know, they don't even have the internet to begin with to complain on. Those poor people, no internet over here. You, people are bitching. Oh, the, the Wi-Fi is so slow. Or they ask you, Do you have Wi-Fi? What's the password? You don't know the, how come you don't know the password? Oh my God, I can't, I can't be here unless there's Wi Fi. And then it goes out for like 10 minutes or like the power goes out and people lose their shit. Meanwhile, they haven't had power in Iraq since we bombed the shit out of it 15 years ago. Still no power, running water. Here, <laughs> I've been through plenty of power outages and they suck. But at the end of the day, it could be worse. And the fact is, the power's been going out a lot where I live. Like, more so than it used to, which doesn't make sense, because equipment should be more advanced, and they they should be better at what they do than they were in the 80s. But for some reason, the power didn't go out in the 80s. Now, thunderstorm comes through, power's out for six hours. You know, just because some, you know, wind blew through. And then people complain about that. It's like all they do bitch about their friends their family everything's a nightmare everything's a tragedy too like we take it up a notch like everything that goes wrong is like the worst thing that could possibly happen their days ruined they're so stressed out you know it's all they do man meanwhile there's a lot of places in the world where they would love to have your issues love love to have your issues And you think it's so bad, the world, you know, go to the other places. Go to Syria and tell me how bad freaking America is. I mean, I was in a supermarket the other day. And then just strolling around, you know, buying some items, shopping, looking for a deal or two. And, uh, of course, people love to talk to me for some weird reason. In um, supermarkets. Strangers love to converse with me. And I was knelt down looking at some fish. Some tuna fish. You know. Um, bumblebee. In water. Of course. Can't do oil. Has to be white. Not racial. Just like the white albacore. It's my style. It's the tuna I can eat. So I'm looking for the tuna. and Some old dude comes up to me. He's like, do you watch that TV show where they catch the tuna fish? I'm like, oh my God, dude, I just, I just, I just want to buy a can of tuna fish. I really don't want to talk about, you know, a TV show where, where people catch tuna. Ironically, I do watch the show, but like, I don't want to talk to some strange dude about it. And then he calls his wife over and wants, to, wants her to tell me about them going fishing off of Montauk that's out in Long Island. Basically where, you know, the whole Jaws story was based off, of. but either way, like, I don't want to talk about it, you know. Or people start complaining, like strangers complaining to me in, in the supermarket, you know, about the lines, about the prices. Like I make them, like I even care. When they walk up to you, the total morons walk up to you and go, excuse me, do you work here? I'm like, you look around and like everyone who works there is wearing like a uniform, like at least a polo or a button up that has like the logo of the store, you know. I'm in shorts and a tank top with my hat on backwards and they're asking me if I freaking work there. Like, do I look, like, what What part of your mind looked at me in sh- shorts, a tank top, sneakers, and a backwards-fitted baseball cap, and you came to the conclusion that I worked there? Or, like, or I was on the clock. Excuse me, do you work here? Do you know where I can get the, the coffee filters? Like, yeah, the aisle with the, the fucking 8,000 coffee bags in it. It's like coming up to me. uh, We're we're kind of we're cereal. It's that long, sixty foot long aisle that has nothing but cereal in it. Not hard to find. And it was said cereal aisle where it dawned on me how outrageously fortunate we all are. I mean, there's supermarkets here with an entire sixty foot aisle of like seventy different types of cereal everywhere you know there's places in this world where they're lucky to they get a box of cornflakes we got tons of cereal here organic high fiber totally diabetes you know everything we got everything from diabetes to you're gonna take a shit for a week that's how bad that's what the world has come to what's happening to this world I can't believe this world. we have so much cereal so bad you're going to a frozen aisle oh my god look at all this food i can't i can't believe how bad am how bad the world this is right now there's literally all this food here my life is awful it's such a struggle all right when was the last time any of you went down to like the river to catch dinner you know catch the fish with a net too it's not like, like if you ever look at those fishing villages on like national geographic it's not like they got a sweet rod and a bunch of sweet lures, and they're just and they're anglers, you know, catching all kinds of fish. They got like spears made out of tree limbs, and nets made out of like leaves. Like, um, they have to take a like take like a sharp rock because they don't really have knives, and they like shave off parts of like a tree branch and then they pull it apart, and it makes it into like a rope. And then they try to catch fish with it. Meanwhile, you're walking around the supermarket down the cereal aisle complaining on your phone to your friend about how horrible the world is. Oh, my God. I can't believe what's happening in the world. What are we going to do? It's over. The end is here. We're all going to be dead if Hillary gets elected. Yep. Because the day Hillary got elected, there'd be no more cereal in the supermarket. Killery took all the cereal. You know, you have meat to the point where it spoils. You know, we're throwing out more food than we're eating, but it's such a tough life here. Because God, it's raining out. Or God, he doesn't like me. He never called me back. She's not returning my texts. it's like, come on, man. All day, the weather, the texts, lovers can't wear white after Labor Day. Like, we literally have a date where you can't wear white pants anymore. Which really sucks for my boy Jimmy K because a kid loves a sweet pair of white pants. Tighter the better. But yeah, here. Can't wear white. I don't even know if they still do that. I don't know. I've actually never wore a pair of white pants. I might actually have to go out and get some. I might look good in white pants. I don't know because I've never worn them. Hmm. Let's put that on the pants for Joe. But in other countries, it's like they can't wear pants after Labor Day. It's like, okay, you can wear your little satch cloth here, and then after Labor Day, it's totally no no clothes. You have to go naked. So from September to May, you got kids running around in Africa with their shafts hanging out, just running around playing in puddles. Probably why Catholic priests love to do, like, missionary work to, like, impoverished nations because they don't wear pants naked little boys and naked little native boys is like a Catholic priest's wet dream. <laughs> There's probably some truth to that. You know? I wonder how many poor, poor, and I mean poor with no money, but poor little native children have been molested by missionaries spreading God's word. That's... You know, that's where you start going, what's going on in the world. Not because some crazy dude with orange hair wrote some weird tweet on his social media. But no, they won't do that. But even as back to the supermarket, I mean, all you really need to know about how bad the world is, is right there in the checkout aisle. Like at the cashier. And they have those those uh, magazine stands. You ever just take a look at the covers, you don't have to read the magazines. Just look at the cover. They got like fifteen different like titles on the cover. You know, it's all over the place. But just read the topics. Just by reading that, you can be like you know what we're not doing that bad. I saw one the other day. I it said party math. How much to serve? All right, that's how bad our lives are. That we're doing party math now. You know, so we know how much to serve all our guests so we don't serve too much or too little, you know, party math, skies falling, party math, the whole time they're complaining about how bad the world is while they're trying to figure out how much food to serve their 18,000 guests, party math, or the, the, my, one of my favorites is, uh, how to lose those last five pounds. Most of the world doesn't even know what those five pounds are. You know, in a lot of places, they'd be like, oh, my God, how do you gain five pounds, let alone lose five pounds? You know, how to lose those last five pounds. How to get rid of stubborn belly fat (laughs) because it's stubborn. Belly fat's not stubborn. Your diet sucks. All right. You've eaten so much crap your entire life that you're in horrible shape. And you have a belly. Right, it's not stubborn. I can't get rid of it because uh, look how you exercise. You starve yourself and you run on a treadmill. It's gonna only go so far, and then you. It's like they they want the weight to go off in like a month or two. It's like, oh my god, I've been on a diet for three months. I lost twenty pounds, but then you stopped and you gained it all back. Stubborn? No, you. Your your lifestyle is just bad nothing to do with the fat itself. Stop blaming body fat. Right? It's not the fat molecule's fault. It's your fault. Cobra Kai's back, baby! That you're fat. You eat like a slob because we have supermarkets full of cereal. You go to other countries and they eat all the time. All, the, all those freaking people do in Europe is eat, yet they're thin. Now here, here people star themselves and they got eight, 8,000 pound asses, but that's just a sign. Just look around, go to a supermarket. If you really think the world is so bad, just go to a supermarket. Look at the magazine covers. All you have to do, check out some, some, uh, some magazine covers, like your happy weight. They have articles about what's your happy weight. Like we have happy weights. This is, this is what. I'm. This is the weight I'm happiest when I'm at. A lot of people don't know what their happy weight is. But you're you're worried about your happy weight, or you have thin people complaining about, oh, I'm I'm so, I'm so fat. You're you're really thin, actually. Maybe you can exercise and get in better shape, or, you know, you're just looking for compliments. You know, someone tell you that you're not fat. But it's like a slap in the face to actual fat people. And then people like have like, they get depressed because they're overweight. Because every time they're in the checkout aisle, they're talking about how to lose weight and they can't do it. And then they're spending all their money on trying to lose it. (sighs) It's like picky eaters. Only in a place where things are going phenomenal could people be picky about what they eat. Like I said, in other other places in this world, you don't eat, you die. That's what you got right there. That's what we're eating tonight. Here, I'm a picky eater. I don't like that. You know, you don't have a choice to be picky or not in most of the world. You You have a choice to live or die. You have a choice to just eat. Right? Taking selfies of your food. Food porn. Oh, my God. Hashtag food coma. People's stupid freaking desserts. Tiramisu is to die for. Oh, I love it. It's tiramisu. Tiramisu. Like, I give a shit about what you're eating. Those people should just be. They're like the scourge of humanity. People who are constantly taking pictures of what they're eating, but then they're like, Social activists, those people kill me. They're always complaining about how social justice warriors, most social justice warriors are food selfie takers. Sickening to think about. Yeah. On a soapbox about poor and starving people, but taking pictures of what they're eating. Like, oh my God, to die for, food coma. Oh, food porn is my favorite one. I don't even know what the freak that means. If you ever hashtag any of that stuff, you're an asshole. You're insensitive, selfish, inconsiderate, overprivileged, worthless piece of shit. <laughs> but they're the ones who are telling you how awful the world is. Oh my God, this world we live in. Hold on, quick. Got to take a picture of my red velvet cake. You know, those are those are the people who plan their own birthday parties. Are you coming to my party? I need a head count so I can do my food math, party math. <laughs> <laughs> like people who complain that the food is good. Oh, this, this, oh, this, this does not taste good at all. Starving people don't give a shit what the food tastes like; they just inhale it. Go on like a hunger strike. Don't eat. The first thing you eat will taste delicious. It could be pig's feet. And you're like, this is so good. I'm so hungry. Because most of us, or when people, we're like, oh, I'm so, people complain that they're starving. You don't know what the hell starving is, all right? Try not eating for like a couple days. You haven't eaten in seven hours. You're starving. Are you kidding me? Right there, that's when you know life is good. Where after six or seven hours, you complain that you're starving. If you've ever done that, you're living a blessed life. And you need to cut out your shit with the complaining. You've never had to hunt for food. You've never gone days without food. You're gone a couple hours. Oh my God, I'm going to pass out if I don't eat soon. My blood sugar's so low. Like These people even know what that means all around the world i'm starving or i i'm even guilty of it when i was a kid but i remember people like there's no food in this house we like the kids start complaining about how there's nothing to eat in the house meanwhile the fridge is stacked there's all kinds of stuff in the in the in the closet in the pantry they might call it or like when people go shopping before a snowstorm because there's no food in the house we need 17 loaves of bread and 18 gallons of milk and water just in case you know the I, the, the water thing blows my mind because, I mean, as far as hydration goes, it's snowing out. You know, snow melts, turns into liquid. You can drink that. You'll survive. All right, but what if the power goes out? We need to flush the toilets. How, many, how much do you flush in the toilets? Really? Piss outside. The snow will cover it up. Take a dump in, in the backyard. Within a half hour, if it's really snowing hard, you won't even see it anymore. But how, it just doesn't make sense. But in other places, they actually don't have running water and plumbing. But everyone's life here is so miserable. The you could basically, like, if if anything ever went down, the apocalypse, you could survive going to abandoned house to abandoned house, even on the bare necessities in a home. There's plenty of food to survive on. When we start eating for pleasure and not survival, that means your life is amazing. You really have it better than like 80% of the rest of planet Earth when you're eating for pleasure. But all they do while they're eating for pleasure is complain about their lives and about the world and how bad it is kid gets bit by a shark oh my god what's the world coming to a shark bit a little boy tragic yes but sharks do that if you're swimming in the ocean and you get bit by a shark what do you think was going to happen that's their natural habitat or like they show the news feed There's sharks off the shore the sharks off the shore and people are like losing their minds oh my god I once saw a lady go to think that those things are swimming out there with our children. No, your children are swimming out there with those things, not vice versa, lady. What's the world coming to? There's sharks swimming off ashore. Sharks have been swimming off ashore for millions of years. Yes, I said millions, Ed. I know you and your crampers think the world is only 6,000 years old, but I have to tell you, sharks have been around for more than 6,000 years and never evolved that's amazing that's a m- mystery of evolution perfect machine never had to evolve millions of years stayed the same probably because they didn't complain all the time they just swam around and ate swim eat make little sharks wonderful life they probably you know they weren't like hashtag hashtag swimming socks Like people complain they have to walk somewhere. Oh my God, I can't believe I have to walk. How do you think most of your ancestors got to this land by walking and explored this land by walking? I think they took an Uber. I think Lewis and Clark got an Uber to go on the Oregon Trail. No. They walked a lot of it. (laughs) There was no Uber. Those dudes didn't even have a bicycle. They didn't have roads. Can you imagine trying to live your life without roads? And yeah, some roads are horrible now, but when people complain, oh my God, these roads are horrible, at least you have a road. There's an actual road there. Swerve the pothole. It's still a road. I'm not trying to like navigate through brush with a machete like Lewis and Clark. Maybe they had a trail, a path. They didn't have... They, didn't even have paths at some point someone had to make that path so at some point someone walked through there went through there and there was no path and you think they were complaining god this road is so bumpy this this wagon this wagon's a piece of shit no they were happy to have the wagon and they were happy if there was even a bumpy trail and didn't have to go through the wilderness But no, what's happening to the world? Oh my god. This road is horrible. So many bumps. Pay your taxes. Don't they pay taxes around here? That's what everyone says. It's like their go-to. Everyone has those stupid go-tos too. The road's got a pothole. Don't they pay taxes around here? It's the highest tax state in the union. Although they don't say union. They say country because they're idiots. They don't know what a union is. Not that country's wrong, but... I'm giving them way too much intellectual points to say Republic or Union. But no, it's like when they, uh, again, working in restaurants, what are you, killing the cow? Uh, first off, you order chicken, lady. so there's no cow killing involved in any of it. So once you just shut up and eat a sugar packet before slapping your face? And then they go on Yelp. It took like an hour. I think they were killing the cow. You had chicken, lady, idiot. Everyone wants it right away. It's like it takes a while to cook it. You want it raw? You want a raw piece of steak? I'll go get it for you right now. You want it cooked? You're gonna have to wait a couple minutes. Complaining the service here is horrible. You know, and it's usually like really packed places. Service sucks here. God, can't get a drink. Well, stop chugging your beer like you're freaking out a frat party, you psycho. Scoff. Back in my friend Scoff's day, he would chug like Huge beers, and I have to wait an hour for the waitress to come around. Even though it was like a UFC fight and it was packed. <laughs> Drink slower, you drunk, you silly bastard. send pants to get some Jimmy K. O. One. Quick shout out, Jimmy K. O. One. He had he had a sweet gig this weekend, the uh, Topless Tour Summer, uh, something like that. He uh sings along, sings away, sings, doesn't complain, sings, has a good time. First dude I've ever met or seen that covers Taylor Swift songs, but you know, teach their own. Whatever makes the bras and panties fly from the crowd, do it, right? Don't complain. <laughs> but yeah. So that's really where we're at. Like what else do people complain about? What'd we hit already? Food. Cause you know, starving people don't exist. Weather, traffic, really? I mean, I've been in some serious traffic, and traffic sucks. But like, what do you, what are you gonna do? Move somewhere where there's not traffic. That was my goal. You know, traffic sucked. I got the hell out of there after a while because it, it, it really can wear on you, make you go crazy. But. But also, but if you know the traffic patterns, you know you have to. You have to. Sometimes you have to strategize, come up with a new route, or like my good buddy Scafflaw does, go to Waze, the Waze app. Not getting paid for it, but use Waze. It sucks. Guaranteed to bring, get you in the buses and truck lane and go nowhere. What can you do? Live your life. Cold hands, you know, people are always complaining that their hands are cold. Or they're too hot, sweaty, they have AC, you know, their iPhone, their phones are freezing, they're not working, they're bitching about that. That's all they do. You know, they're watching TV and there's too many commercials. At least you're watching a TV. Or spoilers. Oh, my life is over. Spoilers. You know, Well, what are you doing? You know where the spoilers are. They're on social media. Everything gets spoiled from time to time. It sucks, but it's not the end of the world. Like, your life's not over if you went on Facebook and saw the ending to The Walking Dead. Or, like, I love how... uh, What what do they do a lot here? They complain about how other people are stupid. Meanwhile, they're the stupidest people I've ever met. (laughs) That's me complaining about stupid people complaining about stupid people. Because that's what I do. But, yeah, you ever sit there and watch, like... As a bartender, I saw this a lot of times. People like calling other people stupid and you're listening to them. You're like, everything you're saying is actually factually and historically wrong. But you're calling other people stupid. You know, and all they do is complain about stupid people, especially coworkers. Who doesn't complain about their coworkers? Always complaining. My coworker did this. My coworker did that. My job sucks. We'll get a different job. You know, Maybe you shouldn't have went to school and studied Sanskrit. Or women's studies like maybe you should if you're going to go to college get a degree in something you can get a job in explore yourself on your own time but you, your degree should, you know going in whether or not there's a, if, if you don't look into whether or not there's a, a field or there's jobs in your field that you're, you're looking to study then you're an idiot you should know going into it that there is or isn't a market for that for that uh skill set but no they do or when they have like 8000 piercings purple and yellow hair face like face tattoos big holes in their ears and like and then they're like i'm being discriminated against like no you look like a freaking character out of a star trek movie People complain about their pets, ate my shoes. What am I going to do? They complain about their kids. Why do parents always like to complain about their children to other people, especially people who don't have kids? People who don't have kids don't want to hear you complaining about your kids, what they did. They don't listen. They don't put their clothes on. They don't get dressed when I tell them. It's a struggle to get them in the shower. They talk back to me. They're being smartasses. I don't care. That's why I didn't have children. If I wanted to hear about that or deal with all that, I would have had kids, but I didn't because I didn't want to deal or hear with that, you know? I don't care. Stop complaining about them. You chose to have them, all right? Do a better job raising them and maybe they won't be little bitches, little freaking brats. It's your fault. One, you raised them. Two, it's your DNA. Everything they're doing that's annoying and sucks is because of you. I didn't create that little abomination. So don't complain about me or like how hard it is. Oh, it's so hard. I got work. I got kids. I got to do this. I got to do that. You're the idiot who filled your plate up like that. All right? We all have choices to make. You just, you chose to have all those, right? You chose to have a shitty job and eight kids and a douchebag partner who doesn't help you. It's not my fault. Right? make better life choices. I don't know what to tell you, or be grateful for what you do have. You have beautiful children; they're great. Okay, they act like dickheads sometimes, but that's just being a kid. Don't complain about it. It's like they wear it as a badge of honor. I have kids is a badge of honor, like kids and a job. And they start telling you everything's going wrong. The car broke, cable went out. Water pressure's low. Neighbors are loud. Kids won't shut up. They don't do what I tell them. He's failing. Kindergarten. How the hell does your kid fail kindergarten? Someone want to explain that one to me? He got held back. Yeah, when? Kindergarten. Okay. What do you even say to somebody who tells you that? And they tell you that. If I was a parent and my child got held back in kindergarten, I wouldn't be telling anybody. That's embarrassing. Not only to me, but the kid. People like to flaunt the failures. Because they think you're, they're going to get like a sympathetic reaction from me. I'm not giving you a sympathetic reaction if your kid failed kindergarten. You couldn't take five minutes out of your time to teach them how to use a pair of scissors and paste a stupid piece of paper to another piece of paper. He failed cut and paste, and I'm going to feel bad for you. You're a shitty parent. You should have done better. Failed kindergarten, held back in kindergarten or first grade. He's not, he doesn't seem to be able to tell time properly. He's not getting the clock. You know what? Give him time. He'll get the clock. Even the dumbest of dumb understand a clock after a while. And you don't have to hold your kid back because he can't tell time. Teach him how to tell time. If he's not picking up how to tell time, I don't know what to tell you. Eventually he'll get it or he'll always be late to things. But don't tell me about it. You got held back in kindergarten because you couldn't tell time. Well, I don't even think, I don't, I can't remember if I knew how to, I don't even remember when I first learned how to tell time. Does anyone raise your hand? The exact moment like, yep, yep. That was when I, I finally learned how to tell time or you can't tie your shoes People actually struggle with these things. <laughs> Children, they can't tie their own shoes. <laughs> Probably because the parent spends all the time tying the shoe for them and they never have to learn how to tie it on their own. After a while, you should have to be like, you know what? Tie them or you're falling down. I don't tell you. You're going to have scraped knees unless you learn how to tie your shoes. And they tie them in the double knot. They put the shoes on the wrong feet. That's a classic no one actually now I'm thinking about it. No wonder kids get left back in kindergarten. Putting your freaking shoes on the wrong feet, pants on backwards, <coughs> peeing your pants. He's a bedwetter. Like they tell, they'll share that with you. They'll complain, oh my God, Alex peed the bed again. It's the seventh time this month. I'm spending so much on laundry detergent. I don't know what to tell you. Get the kid a diaper. I don't want to hear about it, but they complain and they share. Like I have like I, I care. Like the guy with the tuner, the kid with the peeing. You're, just, you're bombarding me with all things that I chose not to take part in, in my life. I made a conscious a choice not to involve those things in my life. So I I'm not I'm not giving you a trophy because your kid pees the bed and you have to deal with it. I am not to tell you. Yeah, a kid. Oh your dog, my dog just I'm having such trouble house housebreaking him. Tried the pee pads. I tried. I tried treats. You know what? Try walking them, idiot. Now you bought a puppy. It shits on the floor. What do you expect it to do? God. And then they complain. They complain. 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 That's how bad life is. If your biggest problem is your kid can't tell time and he's peeing the bed, it's your. It could be worse. Uh, over in Africa, peeing the beds the least of their problems. Telling time, they only have clocks there, so that doesn't even matter. They're looking at the sun. They're five years old, and they can make a sundial and tell time off of the sun, but your kid's failing kindergarten because you can't tell it's three o'clock in the afternoon. And your your life is bad. It's Far worse things than a bedwetter. Like my good polo's personal friend, Ed, he was a bedwetter for quite some time. But he got over it. He overcame it. He persevered. And now he's the chairman of the cramp organization. So don't get all upset. Life could be worse. The kid's peeing the bed. Who gives a shit? I don't know. I just think that there's way too much complaining going on. Way too much. And that's Ed. Ed complains about everything. Like he hates yellow cars. I don't know why. bothers him. Why do things bother you? My mom's like that. Like every little thing just bothers people. Where's the silverware? Can't find they have. How's that? Parents have apparently specific like silverware. They use forks and spoons that they like their fork and spoon and they can't find them. So they hide them, but then they can't remember where they hit them. And now they can't find the fork and spoon that they like. But if, if you're like complaining over silverware, how bad is the world? Right? How bad are your problems? I saw this guy once in a restaurant. He was complaining that the, the two forks didn't match each other like because there's sets on the table. And I guess one out of the four forks, he was comparing the forks, put them next to each other. He's like, these forks don't match. I'm like, dude, you should be happy you have a fork. You're not eating with your hands. People in China are still using chapsticks. But they're loving it. Loving it. Sucking down rice. Talk about talent. Eating rice with a chopstick. It's a skill. It's a skill. I could barely even eat anything. With, actually, I've gotten better at chopsticks. But I guess if you use them a lot, you get better. I don't use chopsticks often. But, you know, what can you do? So, a while back, I'm jumping off topic, but I I, I, I spoke about the Super Guy of the Month Award. And this Months, super guy of the month. Not for doing anything crazy, but because of an accomplishment. There's a man named Dante Lam. He's a Chinese filmmaker. And he has the fifth highest grossing film of 2018 so far called Operation Red Sea. Super guy move. Why? Because it's a Chinese film i say that again. It's a Chinese film. And basically, <laughs> he's out of Hong Kong, so it's not really China. Hong Kong is, apparently is, is a bucket list for me. because It's apparently the sweetest place on planet Earth. It's the most free place on planet Earth. It's number one on all the freedom lists. It's the land of the free. It's just, it's a good time, apparently. It's just, which is funny because the rest of their country is is run by communists, but Hong Kong is the freest country on earth, even though it's not a country, but it's number one. But what, why do I bring this film up? It's because it seems that him or the Chinese have figured out the age old American trick of promoting their military through film. Like one of the big things about American films is our military is always kicking ass in it. Well, in Operation Red Sea, the Chinese military is kicking ass in it. It's basically like a Chinese special forces team who's taking out terrorists. That's right, Arabs. So that's the super guy move. He took an American concept, made a Chinese special forces team taking out Arab terrorists, and it is made to date. It's funny because it's only made like 1.5 million in in the United States of America, but it's made 577 million dollars overseas in China. It's their number one movie. That's amazing. He half a billion dollars on a foreign film is super guy move, man. Way to go, Dante. And he just he took the, the, the American style and he made Chinese special forces commandos doing their Rambo thing, doing their SEAL Team Six thing and just lighting up some terrorists. And I watched it and the special effects are sweet. It's it's actually a really good film. It's it's um, it's subtitled for all you. You know, Americans who think everything has to be in English. Even though we butcher the English language, so if you can't read subtitles, I't know what to tell you, tell you, but it's like Chinese subtitles, and then when the arab the terrorists are on it's they're speaking in Arabic, so it's it's all English subtitles, but there's a bunch of different languages in it, and it's, there's no English, but you know subtitles are all English, and they have like these navy shit it's dope man it's it's done pretty good for for a foreign like independent Chinese film. And the fact that it's made like five hundred and seventy eight million dollars is just super guy territory. So well done, man. It's called Operation Red Sea. It wasn't even out in theaters that long either, because they only have a certain run in China. And of course, to play a movie in China, the, the government has to approve it and they make their little changes, but they apparently loved it because it shined the Chinese military in such a in a really good light. Which is what a lot of American films do for the American military. And they they, I, they think they're picking up on the action movie, military movie style to promote, like, patriotism, nationalism. And it worked in America, and now they're doing it in China. So, hats off to them. Super Guy Award winner of the month of June is Dante Lam. Now you're saying to yourself, wait a minute. Dante doesn't sound like a Chinese name. He's got a much longer name. <laughs> but Dante Lam is basically what he goes by. What is his full name? It was here somewhere. I can't find it. I'd butcher it anyway. It's like something, Dante Lam something. <laughs> and I would just bomb it. It's all you know, foreign actors, actresses. Although I think nowadays in 2018, well, I believe it's just actor. Actor is now I think is a unisex term. For the most part, they say actor. I mean, even the the awards show still say actress and actor, but most people like in the business around it, they all actor is male female. Just like they don't they don't use waiter or waitress anymore. It's just server is universal. You know, bartender, server. But yeah, Dante Lamb. super guy. Winner, Operation Red Sea. Check it out if you can find it. I found it pretty easily, but I have talent. Just go on the webs of Inter and you'll find it. All right, well, I'm going to wrap up now. Had that. I'm going to head out and watch the rest of this Yankee-Met game that my back has been turned to. I don't even know what's going on. I see worthless Dylan Betances running off the field. Come on, give me a score. Now I'm just rambling about stuff that most people who don't even live around here in New York won't even care about. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a great week. I'll see you back here next week. Don't forget to subscribe iTunes. Follow on Twitter. Check out Stitcher. It's a great app. Looking to uh, expand to TuneIn and Spotify really soon. And oh, yeah it's time the 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 docu-series veil of reality it's time i have to do it the vlog vlog series whatever but all week there's been some crazy volcanoes going off and i can't i took look on channels i can't find any coverage of it they just had a big discovery on mars can't find it anywhere i mean it's it's very minutely covered Everything is Trump and Stormy Daniels and Hillary and emails and Benghazi and who is with Russia, who isn't. That's all the news channels on TV, say, or it's something's killing people, the killer flu, killer allergies, killer, you know, horses running around kicking people. But I can't find any of the really interesting stuff. So that is what really the basis of the veil of reality is, is traveling around the country and just showing people what is reality. When something happens, just undoctored, unbiased, on agenda, this is what happened. This is what's going on. You know, we're, that's the plan. Show. you know, that's the plan. Going to chase some paranormal stuff, look for some aliens, look for some urban legends, myths, and things that break on the ground. Whatever happens, there it is. So, that's the concept and it's just time. It's really time. Because the stuff that they show on TV or they put on the internet, the articles, it's, we're missing so much that's going on on the planet. Nothing gets covered. You have to search for it. Those volcanoes were dope, horrible, but cool at the same time. But couldn't find anything about it. The Mars thing, nothing. So it's time. It's time. It's time to go look for some aliens on Earth, go around the United States and look for the Mothman, stuff like that. Check out urban legends, Native American lore, visit towns, small towns, big towns, cities, and just learn about them and show people what America actually looks like. Not the America on CNN or Fox News where everyone's complaining and fighting and picketing, but regular things going on, unaltered, unedited, undoctored unbiased reality. This is what it is. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a great time. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please don't complain too much this week. After what I just heard, take a look in the mirror and be like, do I really complain all the time? Do so many things bother me? Do I get outraged and start tweeting and writing things on social media that aggravate me? Does it really matter who the best player is or the best soda or the best video game system? Does that really affect my life at all? No. And if your kids fail in kindergarten, God, give up. Alright, I'll see y'all later. The Joey P. Pach.